Let's start. You are now rocking. Rocking with the best. Double rainbow. Oh, my God. Live on your radio. It's the Beat Break. With your host, Sean Garvey. I'm the dude. Wake that ass up. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Back and forth next, ladies and gentlemen, with DJ Rolo. Rolo, what's good, homie? No much, man. How you doing this, on this beautiful morning? It is a beautiful morning. It's a beautiful right. day in the neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the right. neighborhood. Let me get my tennis shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and get your tennis shoes on, man, with that Yo. big-ass smile you got on your face, man. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm enjoying the off-the-air conversations that we be having before we actually go live with our listeners, man. I, and, I, and, I, and I actually have a big-ass smile on my face, too, because we also have the lovely and talented Star Kells on the Beat Break yeah. Morning Show. Good morning. Good morning, my loves. Good. You're glowing over there. I, lo- I love it when women come on our show, DJ Rollum. And they just happen to have this amazing glow of themselves. Yes. Facts. I, I really agree. Yeah. How you doing, Star? Good morning. It comes from within. And you said I'm it comes from within? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why, 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 why are you being shy? Are you being a little bit shy about it this morning? I like to be a little battered. You know, that's how I get the men to know that you got to be a little timid when you first Meet we do, DJ Rollo. It's yes. good to be back. Yes. You know, took a little bit of a hiatus because we were celebrating the Juneteenth Part 2. Not 4th of July because some people feel a certain type of way about 4th of July. So we're just going to call it Juneteenth Part 2 in July. Can we call it Frederick Douglass Day? <laughs> <laughs> Frederick Douglass. I mean, he said a lot on that day. <laughs> yeah. Right. Frederick, hey, that's, that's not a bad idea. Frederick yeah. Douglass Day, right. July 4th. Right. That is DJ Rowland's proclamation yeah. as of July 2021. Mm-hmm. We're, we're calling it Frederick Douglass Day on July 4th moving forward. So if the powers that be give us Juneteenth Day as a confirmed national holiday, then we should... We serve July 4th as Frederick Douglass Day. Can we get a give a hand clap for that? Yeah. Reason why I say that because my father is, is always a reader. And um, and he sent me an entire article from the uh, Baltimore Sun. And basically what uh, why I say Frederick Douglass Day is that Frederick Douglass was basically, in a, in a nutshell, basically broke down about... Um, what ha- what has happened on Independence Day for the nation? Uh-huh. So, with the nation um, being at that time, um, you know, it was free from the British. But even though it was free from the British, what you and I were doing, 
what star, people like Star was doing and whatnot. And so we were like, we ain't had no freedom. Y'all had the freedom. We didn't. We were still, you know, preserving food for y'all and and and, and going fields and, and having y'all babies and all that stuff. And Frederick Douglass put that in an article way back then about it. So that was the most popular article that was put out and everything. And that's why I said, shoot, you know, before, um, like actually Martin Luther King had his uh, national holiday back in the eighties um, and whatnot. And, and Arizona had to be the last state to actually acknowledge it. And I, I don't even think they acknowledge it to like maybe 86 or 87 and whatnot. Wow. Um, and the reason why I remember that is because um, I remember uh, when I first came visiting um, in 85 that I still got, had communication with my old school, you know, being, you know, pet pals, blah, blah, blah. And found out that uh, uh, Arizona just passed it in 86 or 87 because they were the last state to pass Martin Luther King Day. Cause they ain't believe in it or whatever the case may be from back then. Yeah. So, so Frederick Douglass to me should be, you know, it's like how we have our Juneteenth. They have their fourth. We have Frederick Douglass. Yep. That's nice. Okay. I'm, I'm with it. Star. I fucks with that. Yeah. Okay. Star says she fuck with that. Cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's a. That's a uh, African history moment coming from DJ Roland. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, the Beat Break Morning Show. Don't forget to follow us at Beat Break Radio on all your social media. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Beat Break Radio. We are also on BeatBreakRadioFM.com live 24-7, so check us out there, as well as on ThinkingOutLoudNetwork.com. Make sure you download the Podcast FM app, ladies and gentlemen. Our numbers are still growing, going strong, and we encourage everybody to go even more digital by downloading the Podcast FM app to your mobile device all the information is on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. You can get it from Google Play, the App Store, and, ladies and gentlemen, you can't forget Alexa, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tell Alexa you want BeatBreak87FM and Reach One Network so you can listen to all the great shows on there, including the G-Way Radio Show and our show, the Beat Break Morning Show. All you have to do is just tell Alexa that. Tell Alexa that. Yeah. Cuss out if she's not acting right. <laughs> Let me stop. No, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't don't cuss out Alexa. Well, you, you do that, she definitely ain't gonna act right. Yeah, beat the ass. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, very important show. I think this is going to be one of the most important shows out of all the shows. I mean, every show DJ Roland we have done from 2010 all the way up to now has been very important but we got to take some folks to school class is always in session but the same people that always sat in the back need to sit in the front for this particular episode they're gonna learn today like my man kevin hart said they're gonna learn today (laughs) yeah star doesn't know what i'm talking about but me and you do dj roland that's fine yeah, but I like to be star. 
You like to do what? To be in the dark. To be the nard. The, the dark. dark. The dark. Oh, the I know th- I'm not that country now. I know you heard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like nard, like nerd. No, dark. Oh, dark. Okay. A lot of, I love a lot to be of good in the dark. things can happen in the dark, and a lot of bad things can happen in the dark. Yeah, especially like this adult vacation. So, before we uh, go into the topic at hand, we got to talk about. Uh, to our listeners that are just tuning in to the Beat Break Morning Show, we got to talk about this thing called adult vacation that was proposed to me by our very own Star Kells. And we talked about it offline. We didn't talk too much about it. But for our listeners out there and, and our viewers, because we are streaming live on YouTube, explain to our viewers and listeners what the hell is an adult vacation? I think it's kind of self-explanatory by the way that it sounds, but just for clarity purposes, break that down to us. Well, before I break it down, I just want to say that the reason why I brought up adult vacation is because Sean initiated vacation, and I just suggested adult vacation. (laughs) Okay, the backstory is this. I said that I am do for a vacation star comes behind me and says we need to have an adult vacation and i was like adult vacation what do you mean because we're so used to saying vacation get away but we didn't add the adult to it oh yeah yeah so star what is i i I think i did before we went live (laughs) star (sighs) but look Hey, so I told Sean and so in DJ Roland. Well, I didn't really even get to explain to you what I said to Sean. But adult vacation is first of all, no kids. <laughs> That's number one. No kids allowed. No kids allowed, right? Okay. You're gonna be doing adult shit. You're gonna be doing shit that you probably won't do with your kids. Listen to trap music. Drink a little more. Uh, stop right there. <laughs> Stop right there. <laughs> no, I gotta stop you right there. <laughs> you need to take that out because a lot of uh, parents listen to damn trap music with their kids all the damn time. Well, I don't know that. See, so, uh, I, understand I have like half I half in my community. Half of us don't. I don't do it with my child. Half of my community doesn't, and half of them does. So I kind of to the damn world because they don't do that. Oh wow! I mean, all them damn videos I see on between Facebook and Instagram, and they doing the TikTok is probably the king of it. Okay. And the kids the, being there with the trap music. Yes. Start. See, Star is the kind of mother because she is raising a little one. She has one, one daughter. Star is the type of person who will turn up a Disney radio in the car with her daughter. But when her daughter is out of the car, it's Lit. turned up to. 21 Savage. The yeah, baby. 21 Savage. Little yeah. baby. Gucci Mane. The baby. <laughs> the baby. Right. Not the baby. The baby. And all the babies. <sighs> baby. I go okay. from Kai yeah. to the baby. Okay, okay. I'm just I'm just saying of of me seeing videos on social media. And then then when I DJ stuff, a little kids are around. What I DJ is totally different. 
but they could request, they hear the, the the dirty version, the explicit version, and I'm like, these are the kids around. I mean, I'm just telling you what I, what I experienced, and this is over the years. Wow. For real. I mean, real quick, I gotta talk about talk about this one particular event. The event was two events. Host been totally clean. I let the parent hear it. Nah, I want to hear the dirty version. That's on one event. Another event, another teenager. They told, they just took my took a line out and just played from YouTube all the dirty stuff because I didn't have it in my library. What? Yes. Yes. Wow. Don't so got paid, but I'm like, show. really? I'm. <laughs> So that's why I said, I when you I said on an adult vacation, you can listen to trap music, you need to take that okay. out. <laughs> okay, I'll take that out because I'm not in that. I'm total mommy, censored mommy mode. Okay, so I guess, okay, I'll take that out. Thank you. Um, so, so I was going to say, little, you know, a little more drinking and partaking in things, maybe some of the drugs. You know, to each his own. I ain't doing it. But, you know, it's a dog vacation. Let people live how they want to live. Okay? Um, definitely co-ed. There's no rules. If you want to bring your couple, just know that you're going to be mixed up with some singles. Okay? Um, also, partaking in a little... A little fucking. Because I told Sean, I said, Sonya Royals. He said, you mean fucking? So. I got to talk about that part. I gotta talk about that part. Do you have a concern, DJ Roller? Yes, I do because um, when you have an adult vacation, either I wouldn't want to be with a bunch of singles when I'm with my lady. That's a choice. That's your choice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. As, you know, for the people who are involved, I can see a couple's adult vacation and then a singles adult vacation. Because like you with couples, you're not really experimenting that much. You experiment, but you don't experiment that much. When you're single, you experience the hell out of shit. That's why the couples need to be there. So they can get a little excited by the experiment. I don't like want to see all that. Doing, and then they go and do some things. I don't want to see all that. I don't want to say. Well, I do. I don't want to see Sean and his lady doing their thing. And I got my wife, you know. Well, I see, DJ, they, doing their thing. they might not be doing their thing in front of y'all, but you know. Hey, I ain't saying thing. that. I could just tell something's going to happen. Okay, I don't so, even want to get the, the clue. So the bottom line, the bottom line is this: this adult vacation is not meant for someone like a DJ Roller. He don't need to even be a part of it. No, 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 no. No, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He can Not be a part. Him, but him, the kind of him, they don't need to, they don't need to, they ain't welcome. Okay, so he can be a part of it as the DJ. Like, say if there's a, if there's a, turn up. a mini concert or something where we get in, turn up at a club or at a venue or whatever, DJ Roland can be that dude where he's just playing house music, trap music, whatever kind of songs, whatever kind of genre. And dirty music you're trying to get. Of course, oh, absolutely. I mean, hey, we can take it <laughs> we can take it back. Hey, we can take it back to bass, booty music, crunk music. Hey, it's whatever. DJ Roland got that in the pocket. Now, as far as the other extracurricular activities that we going to leave him out. 
You need the 20s DJ role. That's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need. The 20s DJ Roland didn't give a shit, then, <laughs> at all. Yeah, like like the old Kanye, the new Kanye. This is the new right. DJ Roland, not the old DJ Roland. No, no, you want the old DJ Roland with y'all. The new DJ Roland you don't want with y'all. That's that's what you don't want. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to DJ. Say what? I want you to DJ. Oh yeah. What up? But all that like other stuff, we just gonna leave that at home. To yeah, the people that want yeah, to yeah. Yeah. Okay. I seen I seen too much shit going on, man. I I've seen it. Some of that <laughs> with it. I just don't want to. Nah, I don't need to see all that. Nah, I like it. that. That's a maturity level. You know, you don't want to put yourself in a situation that can yeah. put you in a situation. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to get in some situation. I ain't trying to be in no Will Smith situation. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't trying to be in no entanglement. You ain't trying to be in no <laughs> No entanglement here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm all for an adult vacation. Now that Star broke it down proper like, I am down for one. I am down for one. That's a hand clap right there. Also. Star is so excited Let's do it. now. Let's do it. Yeah. I, I know my exes. My ex and I were still together. It, those would be the kind of, I think those would be the kind of events that she would, wouldn't mind partaking into. But okay. not, like not, not now, now for the other exes, I don't think so. No. Oh, so it's a certain ex or exes. Certain it's exes. Certain, well, no, no, no. It's two exes. Two exes two that, ex. wouldn't, that wouldn't mind. Well, let me, okay. matter of fact, let me take three exes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot I attract listen I forgot I attract free spirited women mm. I do I bet you do mm. yeah you know I bet you do attract the free <laughs> <laughs> you had to put emphasis on that didn't you star Mm. Wow, man! A lot been going on outside of uh, adult vacation, and, and this is probably why I need an adult vacation. A lot of been, a lot of stuff been going on. You know, Felicia Rashad getting dragged in the mud left and right for her alleged air quotes alleged support of Bill Cosby's release from prison. I said this to a coworker of mine. I said Bill Cosby is the new OJ. To some extent, he is. Long as he don't write a book talking about I did it and got away with it. Uh, Somebody's going to write for Bill Cosby because Bill Cosby ain't going to have enough memory for that, man. I'm just sorry. I'm just being brave. (laughs) I wonder who is it going to be forward by? OJ himself? Probably. Forwarded by OJ Simpson. I have to say this on, about <laughs> Felicia. I have to say this about Felicia Rashad because here's yeah, the thing. Man. Yeah, I, I, mean, I gotta say this. Yeah, I gotta say this. And and Stephanie Mills was on on the set on a picture saying this. I saw that. Okay, yeah, because well, well, what, what did she say? What did she say for our listeners that do not know? Basically, this is what happened. You know, Felicia Rashad's. You know, basically back to what you were saying about you know um, i don't have the quote but basically 
saying I'm glad he's out and everything. And she didn't really talk about the the, um, the people who who he affected by him being in jail. Um, kind of these something else, but uh, I want to focus on what I was thinking. Anyway, that adult vacation. You thinking about that? No, no, I ain't thinking about adult vacation. I'm thinking about <laughs> the females back in the day. I'm like, did y'all look like? Like a Felicia Rashad, did you look like a, 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 an attractive uh, uh, white person and whatnot? And I'm like, Bill Cosby got you drunk? I mean, <laughs> I'm like, not to make fun of them, it's like when you had a celebrity status like a Bill Cosby, I mean, you went to me, in my opinion, it's, it's not like there's no one that, you know, God it makes beauty all over the place. And then sometimes I like uh, kind of, be contradictive about about that statement, but um, you you had a you had a high, you had a high level, and you getting really low standards and low standards in who you sleeping with, or potentially sleeping with, because you when you had a celebrity status, you you got they look good, like attractive to you know to our eyes and whatnot, and then. You get someone that is almost like, where you work at? Well, I, I work at a, at, a, at a local store. And they just happen to have some extra money to be at that particular bar that Bill Cosby's at. And just so happen to get, yeah. I mean, I Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's what I'm saying. And I'm like, okay, you had a celebrity status and you just choosing that particular one just to lock your nuts. Might be a power trip, you know how it be. Yeah, power trip, yeah, but sometimes you ain't gotta have that money to have that power trip. So Felicia oh, Rashad is basically defending him and, and then Howard like saying, Oh, you're not thinking about the, the victims that were, you know, victimized by this. So we wanna right. remove you from your status of being dean at, of um what is it, College of Arts? Um what? At, Yeah, trying to have, have her removed. She's the so dean. She's said, the dean, or oh, about to be, that, was, was the dean of Howard University. Yeah. For science and, and arts. I'm like, yeah. Okay, Stephanie Mills said, okay, so all that money that was donated to y'all during that time when she was announced being a dean, you want to get that money back? Stephanie said she she pretty much challenged Howard University to give that money back yeah. to Bill Cosby. Um, because she feels like okay, if you coming at Felicia Rashad, then take that money that Bill Cosby has gave to you and other HBCUs. Take that money back. Give it back to Bill Cosby. Yeah, facts. But at the end of the day, people gonna still look at Felicia Rashad. Not everybody. But there are people that are looking at Felicia Rashad differently now. I mean, will this, like, I wonder if this is going to cause more and more people, especially us, because we grew up watching The Cosby Show. Right. You know, is this going to even push push us back further from watching The Cosby Show even more? No, I need to go look at some episodes right now. I'm like this. <laughs> I'm like this. Um, this is just to our, our Caucasian viewers and whatnot. 
this is not a white or black thing. It's just how the system works and whatnot. Um, if certain things that a black person does, it's not going to be charged the same way as whites. And most folks should know that by now, just looking at what happened with the George Floyd situation. Okay? Just being real. What Felicia Rashad has said, because of we knowing about his character, uh, Keisha Knight Pullum had didn't really say anything since his release but doing uh she did she actually did she had nothing negative to say about the man yeah because during that time when he was doing all that stuff being alleged of what he was doing was doing a recording of the cosby show cosby show started in 84. i'll say almost half of those victims were, were 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 uh victimized during a time of the taping of that time of the Cosby show. Eight years, eight season, whatever, you know, with that. Okay? And then maybe a couple of them happened back in the 70s when he was doing his uh, stand-up comedy and whatever else. So, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not, uh, let's say this. I'm not for taking advantage of women. Never was, never will be. And whatnot, but then to me, and I mean, I'm not a woman, and, and Star, you can probably definitely say something after this. Why would you wait 30 years, 20 plus years, to say something that a man did? You worry about your reputation, worrying about his reputation. He's being represented as the uh, father of America. All these great things. This happened. This hurt your integrity. This hurt your insides that somebody took advantage of you. You didn't have enough nerve to say something during the high point of this man's life before he even turned 80 or even 70. You didn't say nothing all these years that some man took advantage of you. Do you so if so if so if, if Joe down the street, <laughs> excuse me, if Joe took you down the street, took advantage of you, oh yeah, you'll go after him. But if it's a celebrity status and whatnot, you don't say nothing. Cause you're afraid that you're gonna get some money to keep your mouth shut and whatnot. If something really hurted you, that your temple should be taken care of, uh, should be protected at all times no matter who did it. So that's why I'm like, I'm not I'm not saying it's right what he did, but why did you wait 30 years? If something happened to me or Sean and whatnot, and we both know that it was a celebrity status, we will probably do two things, knowing us, keep our mouth shut, or we try and, 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 and maybe have some hush money, or we want to ruin that, that celebrity. I want to say this. That's what we would do. I want to say this to to revisit what you said about Keisha Knight. She did somewhat said something about it on the Wendy Williams show, and mm-hmm. she basically said that Bill Cosby wasn't the person that I knew. You know, he has done a lot, especially for HBCUs and, and what have you. But in America, this this is what Keisha, known as Rudy Huxtable from the Cosby Show said on Wendy Williams I'm just paraphrasing what she said 
she basically said that you know at the end of the day it's still america a person is still innocent until proven guilty none of us were not there i don't know what all happened we weren't there i wasn't there um i feel bad for the victims at the same time but he wasn't the person that i knew Mm. so you know the the people the the cast members from the cosby show with the exception of lisa bonet lisa bonet yeah because there were a few there were a few that looked at bill cosby differently now and are like now saying or have said that he got what he deserved or he should be punished to the fullest extent for what he did or allegedly did to those women and then you know of course you have the kind of somewhat mid support would it be fair to say mid support from somebody like Akisha or from a Felicia Rashad I would call I would say it's neutral because I feel neutral. neutral start yeah go on so this is the thing so I'm, I'm trying to look I'm looking at it from inside and outside one what if he just didn't really do this shit because and, and they they set him up because I thought about that too because as a young kid if you didn't say something it was more justified you're a kid like you know you're going through these emotions these stages you don't really know what's going on right mm-hmm. but as a adult uh, a young adult you out here in these streets you sexually active you know right from wrong all of these things are happening I am thinking if I want to play devil advocate you ain't say shit if it happened you ain't say nothing because you are opportunist and you wanted something from this man and so in return you went along with whatever you went along with to get what you was going to get and I also went as deep as to think about it as if girl they might have even been talking about it you know if you mess with Bill Cosby he gonna put you on you know that type of situation now that's one situation so I was looking at that too like if he you know it could be all of those things y'all manipulated the situation and now y'all playing victim number two it could be Bill Cosby uh was he jello pudding pop really was on some other shit power shit like, I tasted his jello before well not I'm sorry I mean not his jello but I, I did taste <laughs> I'm sorry, that didn't come out right. I'm sorry. Sorry, y'all. Sean Garvey never tasted Bill Cosby's Jello, but I have tasted Jello. <laughs> I was just going to say before going back to Star that I tasted the Jello and it tasted oh my good. God. <laughs> but I never tasted Bill Cosby's Jello. <laughs> I can't. It caught me off guard. Oh, oh yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just trying to make a sidebar line. That's all I was doing. <laughs> that was one hell of a sidebar. Oh man. Okay. Okay. Carrie, continue on, Star. I was like, yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> we gonna move past the jello right so, yeah 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 
So I think another thing I thought about, because I thought deeply about this, maybe he was on some power shit. Because even working in the industry, you get these men with these big egos and pride and, you know, they get a pow- a little power and they, they really try to use it to their advantage, take advantage of the young women who, who have dreams, goals, aspirations, and get them to do things that, you know, they may not, um, wouldn't do on a normal basis with a normal guy because this person is in a different position and may be on some like, hey, well, I'm gonna get you fired or you'll never work in Hollywood. Or if you do this for me, if you if you just nibble around the tip, I'll get you a whole opportunity. It's, so, you know, these yeah. certain things, if you put it in a, in a young driven person's head, sometimes they'll go for it because they, they feel like they have no other way and this might be their only way prime prime example yeah prime example harvey weinstein Mm. very great example but he's still in jail and he's dying so or is he dead i can't remember no he he ain't dead no no he ain't dead yet but he is he's gonna die soon i mean he's very very sick i mean if he, yeah. if he survives this year, that's that's gonna be a miracle, you know. So he's not going. Well, I mean, I so 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 has years. so has Bobby Brown. He still survived, but that's a whole different story. Yes, yeah, definitely yeah. a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> Start with the big. That's a not whole Bobby. different story. <laughs> Let's okay. get all right. Number three. number three. Number three. Me, I'm neutral because my whole thing is I definitely battle and fight with that. First of all, um, if I, I me thinking as a woman and being a woman and being victimized or abused, there's no no time limit on it because sometimes we don't know how to speak out about it and it might take 10, 15 years to speak out about it. You gonna um, go on with those 10 to 15, 20, 30. 23rd well then that's where it starts to, that's when I start being neutral because I'm like okay at this point and then now all of y'all like okay so it's some it's very it's gray areas there for me so that's why I am so neutral another thing for me I will say this no everybody needs definitely if you went through something it needs to be addressed I'm not downplaying nothing at all at all but if and in fact that that did happen for someone to wait so long and then so many of them to come out like that and the storyline was so exact y'all heard some of that stuff like it was so i'm just like and just i'm neutral about it because it sounds weird to me and then on top of that i know that the system was set to have people that look like me fail versus Caucasians, you know, white people, people that aren't black or or of color to go into the system. They can get out with some volunteer damn work for damn doing a, a serial rapist or a killer. And then, you know, we go in and they're like, off with his head. <laughs> like, you don't even right. get so for me i said i'm neutral and when uh felicia rashad you know kind of went out there and said hey you know i'm glad he's out first of all that's her friend so she's going to support her friend and she may not support the decisions that he's making but that's just like i don't want to see my friend 
and their demise, you know what I'm saying? Especially if I feel like it's unfair. And she never said that she agreed with anything that happened. It's just kind of like, hey, welcome home. Because as Felicia Rashad, she knows the system. She's a black activist. She knows exactly what happens in the jail, in the community, or whatever the case may be. So she may be speaking from behind the scenes of what is actually really going on. So I mean, for people to kind of like just come at her on some, people need to be a little bit more mature and kind of look at everything and not just go straight with, with thank you you know looking very small about things thank you that's, you said it that's, that's it right there looking right. right at those words and she's really speaking from behind the scenes you you, you just said it and whatnot and that's mm-hmm. what i'm getting to my nerves about what people say and whatnot it's like with a kevin hart situation years ago he said something about the gays he actually apologized and whatnot, and Oscar was like, "Well, you didn't apologize this particular way." I like, I apologize, shit. I ain't going to damn host. How about that? I mean, damn. I mean, come on. <laughs> He's a good one, cause I would have been like, "Fuck y'all." Yeah, for real. Fuck y'all. Since then, y'all I don't even think they had a host. Oscar, they ain't had a host, and I think because of COVID hit and whatnot, are they planning on having a host again? They, 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 they are. Really, the last yeah. one they supposed to have, and I don't remember having them. Um, uh, or or hear any advertisement about having a particular host. They're, they're probably going to have another host. It, it, you know, they they, yeah, they right they, now. They, yeah. 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 They they're going to have another host. You know, right now the Oscars they just like, hey, let's just pick anybody. It can be somebody that is a. They had that female comedian. I was, you know, it's funny you said that star because I'm thinking like, okay, maybe they will call Amanda Seals. Hmm. Because she did hold the sights. I was thinking about Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes. Oh. Yeah. 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 But yeah. see, yeah, but but like I said, Oscar's just at a point where they would pick anybody. That's why I said Amanda Seals. Mm. Yeah, they real dry thirst out here in these streets. <laughs> dry thirst. Shout out to Amanda Seals. She did a no, good a job at the BET Awards a couple of years ago. You know. What no, no, was it now in twenty twenty, I'm sorry. I'm trying to come back with it with the back. <laughs> I got something to say about the BET Awards in just a few moments, but I want to <laughs> I want to piggyback on what DJ Rollum said and what you just said, Star. Um, because both of you all made some very important points in the grand scheme of things surrounding Felicia Rashad and Bill Cosby. All right. So I want you guys to think about the world that we're living in right now. It's 2021. We're living in a social media society okay 30 years ago we did not have social media you know what we did not have also internet we didn't <laughs> we had some form of internet but some not, but wasn't some, to the to the main to the mainstream it's not commercialized or anything it is not where is that now but right. it's something else that a lot of well a lot of women didn't have they they had the the women's liberation but there's one thing that a lot of women did not have a boy you know you you're on the money when you said that star you on the money True. yeah they did not have the me too movement mm. so let me take it home ladies and gentlemen and here's what I'm here's my point 30 years ago 20, 30 years ago, 
You didn't have the Me Too movement. I guarantee you that there were probably some women who went into that hotel room with Bill, thought they were going to get an opportunity, thought they were going to be on the Cosby show or they were going to get that big break. Whatever happened, happened. And they tried to speak out about it. But you didn't have that movement. They didn't have a Me Too. You didn't have a Me Too. They had a bitch like, bitch, be quiet. You better not say, I ain't finna tell. Right. You better not. I'll give you some of this real quick, you know, just, right. you know, and just shut the hell up. That's it. Right. Of course. Now, fast forward a few years ago with the help of Hannibal Burris and his stand up comedy where he was filmed talking about Bill Cosby doing this back in the day, drugging women, raping women, all that other stuff. He did it in the midst of Me Too movement. And that's why Bill, that's why that situation happened with Bill. So when you ask the question, DJ Rollo, why it took women that long for them to say something about it, especially from a celebrity standpoint, that is why. Now in real life, in true life, there have been women that I know personally that waited years to say yeah. something about their accuser. And it's more so of a mindset. I have this philosophy where every 10 years, your mindset changes. You don't think the same way that you thought 10 years ago. So 10 years ago, you probably thinking to yourself, oh, this guy did this to me. I'm just gonna brush it off, whatever. Right. 10 years later, 15 years later, wait a minute. I seen the same thing happen to this woman that happened right. to me. I need to say something. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. That's how it goes, bro. If I ever have a daughter, we're going to have that conversation by the time she turns one. Facts. One. <laughs> hey. Sounds like- and we're going to have the same right. conversation right. when she hey, turns hey, two hey, and I when she turns this. three and so forth and so forth. I, I, I got to say this. You made me think about Sean. My, my, my young Sean. Remember to think about young Sean. Sean was not even one years old yet. I went up into his face. He's eight, nine months old. I said, you are not going to act up in no store. You ain't going to have no outbursts or anything. At months. He wasn't even a year yet. I still remember that. And I kept telling him for years on not to act up in the store. And and, and he finally saw that at the store, some kid acting up. He said, Dad, don't act like that. No. Because... I'm gonna tell you behind up at home. Of course, I ain't, I, I had to say that word behind. No, I wouldn't say I kick that ass <laughs> yeah. when you get home. So this is where I'm coming from, DJ Rollum, and, and our listeners out there. You just hit it right on the nail, DJ Rollum. So my question is, because we're not doing any victim blaming around here, not in these parks. Right. Where were the parents at with these victims? <laughs> Parents, parents why you didn't have a conversation with your kids about this by the time they turned one two three four five years old where were the parents at i blame more of the parents than the victims Mm. 
don't give me this. Well, when they get, don't give me this when they're 16, 17. When they're 16 or 17, they have their own mind. They can do whatever they want. No. Piggybacking on what you're saying, why were the parents for those victims and whatnot? Did the parents really believe their child that they were victimized? Think about that part. You got you you got raped by uh, Bill Cosby. Everybody knew from the definitely from the fifties who Bill Cosby is, and you got raped from Bill Cosby. They probably didn't believe them because of who he is. Back then. Well, if that's the case, I mean, then you're yeah. not. Then if that's the case, then you're not a real parent. Then that because if it was a real parent and and their child has been victimized at that time and whatnot, why they put something out? Why why they try to tell a uh, a news reporter, newspaper reporter at that back in those days? I'm may, I'm okay, saying the same. Uh huh. I'm just saying back in those days, newspaper was big, even small articles whatever some well, hush, I, I that's why i said i feel like it's more to the story i think some of those kids may have told and then the parents may have was like okay it's on and popping and they went and confronted the situation and it was like here go a check be gone that's another way of looking and at it the, but that that yeah, doesn't mean that you are a parent though different scenario scenarios right mm-hmm. i'm just yeah because that was big back then even to get sometimes get you a break to either either break you or hurt you as a reporter to be reporting on on a celebrity like a Bill Cosby at that level because he wasn't yeah. super high until the eighties with the show but he was still high enough because people still know him as being an activist with um, with Dick Gregory and stuff and then being a comedian so he was definitely known even back in those days when. All three of us were not even born yet, not even a thought. Yep. So hey. <laughs> hey, hey. Question still remains: Where were the parents at? And if you was present, and like Star said, they gave you some hush money, and you took it, you took the bait, you took the check. Then you need to question your parenting skills. No, they need to be in jail. Instead of y'all they, trying to give Bill Cosby yeah. all his damn years, your ass should be in there too. Because you are an accomplice. Did they understand that? We understand that. Did they understand that? Being an accomplice to the crime of accepting you the money. Jail. You know, hey. <laughs> oh, bro. For real. This is, it just makes me yeah. furious just continuing to talk about it. But we have to talk about it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then other people at celebrity status doing what Cosby has done, you know, so, you know, besides Weinstein, you know. And Mr. Uh, I mean, R. Kelly. Yeah. yeah. was going to lead into that. Mr. Been doing it for years. Mr. Years. Where were the parents at for the kids of R. Kelly? Mr. I'm a piss on you. Like, come on. Wow. I mean, I remember seeing that video back in. What was that 2000 2000 i, mean, I couldn't believe out, it i was like what he still turned out to be not guilty after that that first time i was like yeah you know and then everybody still goes back to the Aaliyah days before she became the big star she was right and whatnot so hey i mean that that goes back way far it, it goes yeah 
Yeah. yeah. So, hey. <laughs> Woo! All right, man. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how much of this story is going to develop. Uh, switching gears, I need to play a, a strip club song, a strip club beat, Uh-oh. something. <laughs> the, before we get into our main topic, the BET Awards. 2021 BET Awards. And I talked a little bit about it on Robert Patillo's show, People Passionate and Politics, on WALK 1380 AM in Atlanta. Um, I produced this show, and he brought up Lil Nas X and Megan Thee Stallion, their performances at the 2021 BET Awards. And I said on air during his program that, and I'm going to play a, a, a moaning effect when I say this, that it needs to be called moving forward. It needs to be called the twenty, whatever, whatever, BT Strip Club Awards. Mm. Uh, it needs to be from now on. Ooh. It needs to be called the twenty, whatever, whatever, BT Strip Club Awards. Twenty, whatever, what? Twenty twenty-two, twenty twenty-three, twenty-one. So it goes on because it's, right. I mean, look, women are very beautiful. That's how God made it. I have no problem with that and whatnot. But when when he, when when how Sean explains it, it goes back to me what how P. Diddy brought in Jennifer Lopez with that dress. Yeah, okay. That's what it goes, that's what I think about. So we blaming, because, we're blaming Jennifer Lopez and that green dress that she wore. Right, yes, I yeah. was gonna get to that. Uh, that's a little and, bit of a stretch. Yeah, but it's a, yeah because it happened years ago. But look, think about it. Think about it. I blame it more. Dress. I blame it more on MTV. I think BET was trying to copy what MTV awards would because we know the history behind the MTV awards mm-hmm. every year. You know the the kissing and all the interesting stuff that happened on stage throughout the history of the MTV Music Video Awards yeah, or MTV Movie Awards. Right. And I think BET was trying to copy that post-Bob Johnson selling the rights (laughs) of BET Mm. to a bigger company. Because think about it, DJ Rollo. When the first few BET Awards came out, like how old is the BET Awards? It's 2021. The BET Awards came out like what, in the late 90s? Early 2000s? Somewhere somewhere around that, right? Close to 20 years. Close to 20 years. Close to 20 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We never seen anything like that on BET or on the BET Awards. We never seen anything like that. But then it's like, okay, how can we make our ratings increase even more? Sex sells. That's all is it. So here's Sex the day, sales. ladies and gentlemen. The BET Strip Club Awards with Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, The Baby, uh, Lil Nas X. Yeah. We might see we might see Erica. Huh? Little Nas X. He gives me interestingly what the fuck. Yeah, I mean, he got that controversial song out, the controversial video, and we see him on stage kissing two dudes at the same time. 
Then Megan Thee the Stallion. Kid book that, no, the, do you remember when he was doing those kid books? Those kid books? Know. Yeah. <laughs> he went from, yeah, yeah. Wrote kid books. He's an interesting so you, motherfucker. So you, you saying that an entertainer can't one minute make children's literature or children's book and then the next minute be a porn star? What I'm saying is you can't say you're a role model and then go put on devil antlers and then lap dance on the devil? Lap dance on Satan? I, man, what I gotta say this. What are you talking to these kids? Here's a person that comes to mind when I say he's not a role model because he started that phrase way back then, back in the uh, 90s. Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley has always said he is not a role model. He always said, Your parents are a role model. That's what he always said and whatnot. People don't. Yeah, I'm old, guys. Some people may say I'm old or whatever, blah, blah. I don't care. I'm speaking facts and I'm speaking the truth. Okay? That's who your role model should be. You know what now? Yeah, that, that, but the, the reality of it is yeah. um, social media and um, television and, you know, all of these outlets are raising our children. Right, so, exactly. It's, it's, we know, um, we know. it's like how. Um, and this is this is a good pointer for you, starting. You're probably already doing this already. I didn't allow my son to get into a lot of the internet until he got much older to understand what I had to teach him to get to that point. Okay. Oh yeah. He didn't get onto regular internet. He was about really starting probably in eighth grade and whatnot. Mm-hmm. He's dabbed it in in, in in middle school and and all that, but he ain't like get into it fully until he was like in eighth grade. And whatnot, because he knew what he wanted to do, and he wanted to research, and he needed to get the internet to get to that point. That's absolutely fine, and whatnot. He started his little YouTube page and all that stuff, blah blah. blah. But the point is, back to what you were all saying, you know, using the internet and TV to raise the kids, and that's who they idolize, who they, who I like that, and whatnot. But here's the thing too, with the internet, it's not just looking. What are you reading? What are you researching to get to um, to a liking of what you're looking at? What are you doing in those parts? There's parts to where you want to go. And, and a lot of them are not doing that. That's what you have to do. You have to not only figure out visually what you want to do, you have to read of what you want to do, and you have to research of what you want to do. Me, being a DJ, being a DJ over 20 years, started in 92 to current. I ain't go mobile until 2009. I researched. I know what I wanted to do. I had the skills to do it, but I ain't know how to do it mobile. I'm a little lost. I'm a little bit lost too, because how did we get from the BET Strip Club Awards? But I'm saying, jump <laughs> back to what Star is saying. No, I'm going back to Star. See, Star, you got to start. It all starts with you. You wanted to bring up adult. But, <laughs> but I want to understand, though. I'm trying to understand, too. <laughs> but I'm saying, you idolizing someone you see on TV. Right. That's what I'm saying. They want to be like that person. 
What are you oh, doing and they to get to, to do the research on those things? Exactly. That's what I'm getting. Them. That's what I'm saying by that. I'm sorry I got y'all off. Sorry, listeners. Because nope. you started yours. doing that past the talk on y'all. That's what I'm getting at. But no, he brought at. DJ Roland brought up a good point, but it takes me back, and I hate to go back to the whole Felicia Rashad thing, because we live in a social media society where any celebrity or any of us can be canceled at any time. So, yes, this is why some people say that social media is the devil. It's both good and it's both bad. Social media has created artists like Cardi B, like Megan Thee Stallion, like The Baby and Little Nas X, and all these new artists that are shaking their asses, showing off their asses on award shows like BET. So here we are. Thank you to social media. I wonder what's next. If we at this point I right now, what the them. hell is next? I don't care. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want I'm gonna it. tell you what's next. I don't, the, I don't want the new generation to have it either. I'm gonna tell you what's next. This next topic. <laughs> that was next. Before you go to the next Good topic, boy. so here's here's what's next. Here's what's next. You are gonna cover the nipples like what Lil Kim did with that dress on on the um, American Music Awards. You gonna have more or less than what she had on. Just cover the nipple the, and the areola because you guys cover both. You just can't cover just the nipple. You gotta cover the areola and the nipple. Or just show and the whole. Have some kind of string and it's cover up. The vagina and whatnot, and and and, and, uh, and you're allowed to wear bathing suits, so you can have to string up your ass. That's what's next on a woman. Or just show the whole dude, thing. They're gonna have some kind of necklace, yeah. Making sure that they fit, showing the six pack and everything, and have some kind of and wear something similar to what Prince wore in a couple of his um shows uh. back in the day with the ass out. <laughs> That's what's next. Or just show, or just show the whole thing like Janet Jackson at the halftime Super Bowl with Justin Timberlake. No, they gotta cover the nipple now. They gotta cover the nipple. They gotta cover the nipple and the areola. I gotta, I gotta say both nipple and areola. They gotta cover both. That's what's next. Oh my goodness! I'm done. I am done. Uh, All right. Before you done, before you done. So you trying to tell me? DJ Wong got more. See a guy, a performer, looking good. From head to toe, good beard, whatever, he, or no facial hair. Well, I cut, must say, I did like six pack, and he got something that you like. His his downstairs, his third leg is looking like damn on a regular. You ain't gonna, you gonna like saying, damn girl, you see that? <laughs> I said that shit about Lil Kim, and she was dark skinned at dance too. Okay. I'm just, just being real, you know. So I said that I said that about look. I mean, but but you went deep into it. It was kind of you were rolling. I told you my, <laughs> that's my, why they call him DJ Rollin'. DJ Rollin' be rolling. <laughs> okay. All right. I gotta Next turn topic. the beat down for this topic. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all had me on a roll. Okay. Before we go into this topic, uh, top of the hour, Beat Break 87FM, WBS 87FM, Atlanta. And we're also simulcasting on Thinking Out Loud Network via 
BeatBreakRadioFM.com. This is the Beat Break Morning Show. Sean Garvey, DJ Roland, Star Kells on the Beat Break Morning Show. Uh, DJ Roland, where can people follow you at? Always, always follow me at DJ Roland. That's spelled D-J-R-O-L-L-E-M on Twitter and uh, Instagram. DJ Roland Townsend on Facebook. So you can get a deal and just let you know, I just did my second, second um, baby shower. And this was pretty good. I really enjoyed it and whatnot. And I'm doing um, a back to school event um, later in July. So, hey, I'm doing my thing. Yep. Nice. DJ. Star want to come. So you can't you can't accept her like Star tried to accept you from this uh, adult vacation that we're about to embark on. I did not. I, he could be the DJ. We agreed to that. As, we agreed to as that. As long as I'm DJing, but if you want to do that single stuff, yeah, I, I, I just I just hang out, man. I just do my thing, and y'all gonna do y'all thing. I'm gonna walk away, take my 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 cherry coke or my beer, probably my beer. And whatnot, and and y'all gonna be on y'all merry way, and all that stuff. Yeah. Y'all just better not be connected to my room. That's all I gotta say. I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, He's taking it too far. See, that's why he ain't coming to the events. Oh come on, he 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 will be on the lower lower level of wherever we're gonna be at. We can be at the yeah. high. Right. We can be at the higher level, the high end. There you go. Yeah, yeah, man. There you go. Okay, so I wanted to touch on this topic that is near and dear to me because i am an artist actually i'm not just only an artist dj roland is an artist star chaos is an artist we all are artists in our very unique way and for those who are new to the beat break morning show we've been doing this for 10 years going on 11 years we built this show from the ground up if you don't know our history, we were on an AM station in Atlanta. We've been on actually two AM stations, small market AM stations. We've also been on Georgia State University Television. We've been on so many platforms. We have won award. Well, in, in the spirit of things, we have won awards, but we were nominated for the ATS Hottest Entertainment Awards for multiple times. Uh, mentioned in a few publications and magazines. Um, honored by a lot of people locally in Atlanta. I mean, we've we've created a notoriety for ourselves, Star, over the years. And so I wanted to touch on this topic because a particular podcaster reached out to me for an opportunity to be on a platform that I own. Which of course is obvious is Beat Break Radio, Beat Break eighty seven FM, Reach One Network. It is the platform that I own and operate. And I, I'm I'm not just a podcaster and a broadcaster. I'm not just some dude that talks on the mic with you guys. Whether I'm doing the Beat Break Morning Show or Love and Poetry, which I really DJ Roland, why you why you laughing already? Because I know where it's going. You know where it's going. I know where it's going. I mean, looking back at it. It is funny. It is funny, because, you know, but it was serious to me at the time right. this happened. Okay, so here's the backstory, ladies and gentlemen, because I don't want to keep pushing it on and on and on. 
So this particular podcaster named Laura, she has well, a podcast. Put her name out there too. I didn't put her full <laughs> name out. Let's just call her Laura. Let's just say it's Laura Winslow. Laura Winslow. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Family matters. Let me, not, let me not even. Let me not even put that in the same vein. Let me not do that. No, no, I'm not going to do it to Laura Winslow from Family Matters. No, I'm not going to do that. Let's just call her Laura the point. Um, I was about to say. I was about to call Laura, her another one. Laura woman. the point star. The point star. No, the podcaster DJ Rollins. See, your mind is in the car. See, I blame I blame this on Star. She corrupted both our minds with this adult vacation. <laughs> That's a, see, blaming it on Star. <sighs> Let's call her Laura the. Me. Yeah, because you brought it up. No, no, okay, okay. Let's steer away from that because we're gonna bring that up again. It's gonna interfere in, in, in this topic. So. Laura, the podcaster, reached out to me on social media, and she was interested in wanting to have her podcast on my platform. I was like, okay, cool. Let's um, correspond via email because I do things professional. Anybody that knows me, I do things professional. Let's correspond via email and then go from there. We have a conference call. Talk a little bit about your podcast, what it's about, and so forth. And, uh, you know, also send me a link so I can hear what it sounds like. I'm also audible. So I don't want to just only hear about your podcast. I actually want to hear the podcast. I, don't, I You know, I want to hear how it sounds, what your delivery is like, et cetera, et cetera. So I spoke to her the first time around via phone. We had a conversation. Um, I gave her some feedback. Some of it was good and some of it was, you know, hey, I noticed that your show needs some improvement. And I believe that when you are a podcaster, if you're just starting out or if you've been doing it for a minute, there's always room for improvement. Even with this show, with the morning show, there's always room for improvement. That's why we ask people you, the listeners and the viewers, hey, email us, reachonecommunications at gmail.com if you want to send us any feedback on how we can become better as a podcast, as a program, as a radio show, all of the things above. So I gave her some critique, and I got the feeling that she was not coachable, um, mm-hmm. that she doesn't take too kind to critique. But she listened anyway. It's like, okay, and you know, we, we had a about an hour and a half conversation, what have you, and then she had to um, go back to her duties to put together her next podcast. I was like, okay, cool. So we were going to follow up with each other a few days after that, and I went back and listened to a few of her shows. Now, let me put a bookmark in it, and let me just say this, ladies and gentlemen. I don't usually do this. I don't usually put out my business affairs like that on the air um some things are confidential in in which i won't really talk too much about the process because there is a process ladies and gentlemen for you to have your program your podcast on our platform there is a process just like any other entity whether it's television radio film etc 
Uh, but I don't talk too much about it because it it's it's how can I put it, DJ Rollum? It's sensitive to me because you know once again I'm an artist and, and we get these kind of feedback from people all the time about the show and the outcome of it and the other things in between. So anyway, I want to put a bookmark in that because I just want to let listeners know that it's not something that me and DJ Rollum touch on a lot, but our listeners and our viewers expect us to give them full transparency because, you know, they hear about it. Right. So right. let's go back into the book. So a um, few days later, <clears throat> excuse me, a few days later, I followed up with her. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Ah, water. A few days later, I followed up with her. Because uh, she responded back to me by asking me, hey, you know, what is the status regarding my podcast being on your platform? Uh, and so I said to her, because he, know, he know the story, Star. He knows the story. We had this off-the-air conversation about it. And it, it's funny because you're looking back at it and you're like, okay, that situation was funny now back then it wasn't that's why i'm bringing it up so i got back with her and i told her yeah so i talked it over with the team and we decided to give you one day each week to air your program so she responded back by saying by questioning me just only one week like yeah once a week once a week now, if you're wondering what her show is about, putting another bookmark in there, her show is more like a pop culture, entertainment, lifestyle type of podcast, just in simpler terms. Okay? Okay. So, going back into the story, after she heard me tell her that we can only offer her one day out of the week to air her podcast on our platform, she also says to me or asks the, the million-dollar question. What was the million-dollar question, ladies and gentlemen? The million-dollar question was, how many numbers, or actually, I'm sorry, how many listeners do you have? And I gave her a number. And, you know, I had to keep her in mind that it is a internet radio platform and what have you so we're always growing constantly we're far away from where we were in the past believe it or not ladies and gentlemen but of course like i said with entities like this there's always room for improvement but we're not doing bad just just as a side note so she came to her own assessment by telling me well Let's revisit this conversation when you are on a bigger platform. She also then goes to say that she goes on to brag, ladies and gentlemen. Matter of fact, let me say this. She goes on to brag about how many numbers she gets from her listens on her podcast. So this woman swears to me up and down that she gets millions of listeners from this particular part of the world to this particular part of the world and on these multiple platforms and 
all that other stuff. Now, DJ Rollo. DJ Rollo is about to laugh his ass off when I say this. Because he <laughs> knows where I'm going with this also. <laughs> so after the young lady, Laura the podcaster, brags to me about the number of people that listen to her show, I asked her to do one simple thing for me. Do you know what that is, ladies and gentlemen, students in the classroom? Because we what teach is the- it, damn it. <laughs> Only one simple thing, Star. I told her to send me receipts. What's that? What's that phrase from that movie? Show me the money. <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. Show me receipts. Show me the damn money. Show me the receipts of what you telling me. Of how many people listen to your show. I want to see receipts of people listening to your podcast. Was she flexing and finessing or no? She was doing everything, Star. <laughs> she was doing everything so she comes back and tells me well I don't have to show you anything that's confidential I don't show that to the radio stations that I'm involved in what so I finished the conversation because I'm the type of person who doesn't go tit for tat on social media Sean Garvey doesn't do that so I told her using a quote from the great actor better known as Denzel Washington also known as Alonzo from Training Day <laughs> in that one scene where he was in the car with Ethan Hawke's character I said to her it's not what you know it's what you can prove have a good day facts <laughs> I love it Yep. Yep. Fast forward after I blocked her because I saw where it was going. It was going to be confrontational and I didn't want it to take it to where there was no point of no return. I went on my rant. And I pretty oh, much oh, oh, oh. Yes, Star. You 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 checked you checked her. I checked her. I chin and checked then you her. Went on your rant. I went on my rant. Yeah. Oh, you was lit. That's why I'm. I that's what I'm saying. Too, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm talking about it because I was lit at first, but I can actually have a conversation about it now because, like DJ and I was doing, we were laughing because it's funny, but we still gotta we still gotta address it because this is a teachable moment to aspiring podcasters that are out there okay so i went on my rant via facebook and i simply just said this i just simply said if you are not a celebrity nor if you are not investing any money into an indie media platform do not ask us about numbers or do not ask us how many listeners we have. 
I live. You better check that bitch. Oh man. <laughs> I, I will repeat. I will repeat. I will repeat just in case you didn't catch it because maybe it went over your head just a little bit. I said, if you are not a celebrity, meaning that if you're not well known, nor if you're not investing any money into an indie media platform, do not ask us how many listeners we have. Have a great day. Carry mm-hmm. on. Mm, mm, mm. That just that just turned you should bonus. Huh? Just to add a bonus that Sean didn't say. You might want to go and say. I had to say this part. He asked people across this country and a couple people internationally who she is. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. No, 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 no. Heard of her? No. To to the contrary, DJ Rollo. There was one person that did, that did ask what? that question. Yes, it was one because social media was lit up. My social media followers saw that and they was like, "Woo!" But that one person who asked who she was, and she was on the show a couple of weeks ago, DJ Rollo, mm-hmm. was my first radio sister and colleague, Miss Dia. Oh, okay. From the Casual okay. Conversation Show. Okay. Nobody didn't know who she was. One. One person. (laughs) But they didn't have to say anything at all because they it wasn't comments like, Oh, I know Laura. Oh, I know this person. Nobody know who she was. What's the whole name? (laughs) He he can't do that. He can't do that. I am not I I I am not gonna be too dirty. I am not going to be too dirty. <laughs> look, I'm not going look, to. look, listeners, star, listen, check this out. And, and this is just the real truth right here. Um, My son goes to, I'm not going to say it, the name of the school, goes to a local high school. He's a senior now. And about maybe a year, about two years, it was definitely before the pandemic. So it's probably in his freshman year. Okay. Mm-hmm. He mentioned my DJ name to some of people at that school. They heard of me, okay? That's an example, all right? Sean has, like he said, has been in this radio business. Um, 18 years. For beef, 18 years, been with Beat Break over 10 years and whatnot. We had our show, I had mixes. Now I had our show internationally have my personal mixes for a couple artists internationally. Okay. So we're known. We're not, we're our celebrities here and whatnot because people know our names, know what we have been doing, blah, blah, blah. Right. If we, if we never heard of you, you know, through, through the, through the media, through something, because we're on on the major platforms, you know, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We're on those major platforms. And there's other ones I just found out, one from yesterday from a medium was that there's some other platforms that are coming out and whatnot. And if we never heard of you, then who the hell are you? That's what, that's what I'm looking at. 
Why say Bad. something if we never heard of you? Okay. I meet DJ. I personally meet DJs all the time. Million. Say it again. I said, y'all heard her. That damn girl told y'all she got millions. <laughs> she got millions of people <laughs> listening to her podcast. In her head. <laughs> It's a million. There's a million brain cells. Yes, that's a million brain cells. You say in her head. That's a million brain cells. <laughs> yeah, a million brain cells and whatnot. And uh, here's the thing. And 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 uh, Sean, you can definitely pick it back on this one. Since the pandemic started last year, that's when a lot of folks really started coming out on on um, Zoom and whatever else, Skype and whatever else to use that platform to put themselves out there to what because a lot of podcasts really started popping last year a lot of them and you on this podcast unless and unless you like you said sean at a celebrity or or people investing into indie artists and whatnot if you're not at that status who the hell are you think about it some of the major celebrities right now have touched podcasts industry a lot of celebrities they promote it or they don't promote it but you may hear about it through other types of media that they're doing it okay so how long has she been doing this you know i'm not saying for sean to answer it how long has she been doing this type of work you don't get millions just like that as a podcaster and no one knows about you the only way you can get millions it's a type of video or song or both. That's how you get million listeners um, within um, a short, within a year's time. A great person like uh, Who's Caliber, he's a uh, an activist and whatnot and gets you to think and whatnot. I ain't started following him to 19. He just made a million people on Facebook in the past month. He's been out there. So that's what gets, it irritates me that people keep saying that they have something and they can't prove it or are scared to prove it. And my whole thing is, shit, uh, if you really do got it, all I got to do is go look it up. Google. I can look up somebody with a million viewers. Right. I can exactly. find out. If you really got the list, I can find out, okay? And, yeah. and, yeah. and if it's a million, 10% of a million is what? Hundred thousand. What? <laughs> DJ Roland just said it. A hundred thousand. A hundred thousand. A hundred thousand in a uh out of a hundred thousand, ten percent of a hundred thousand is what, ten thousand? Yes. So that means ten thousand people, if you want to do numbers, should have right. at least heard of you out of right. a million. Right. Yeah. Out of that yeah. random pick of Sean Axing or um your old co-host asking that means at least two percent out of that ten thousand somebody should have responded that knew you if you were own you ain't own and actually i don't know her but since you got smart with sean and that's my boo <laughs> you's a non-motherfucking factor and i don't feel like talking about the bitch no more <laughs> <laughs> Mm. 
Yeah. Hey. I mean, I, I tell folks when I when I uh, promote myself, promote DJ Roland Productions and whatnot, I say just Google it. Google it. And I also put out beat break at, at all times. Google it. You'll see my name pop up. You'll definitely see Sean Garvey pop up. So if when you, have, when you Google a person's name and you only see maybe one up to two, you ain't gonna see that with us. You gonna see what possibly will up? To, I'll say I'm, I'm probably being greedy. You might say maybe about three pages up to us in Google if you just type our names in. Here's the bottom line. Here's the bottom line. Okay, because we can talk about numbers all night, all morning, all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we're in this digital world right now where, to a lot of people, it is about numbers. The podcast, or just podcast in general, has now grossed into a billion-dollar industry. Billion with a B. Not a million-dollar industry. It is now a billion-dollar industry. You're talking to, you're listening to somebody who has went to the 2019 podcast movement in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of people from around the world, around the country, from different regions came down to this conference to network, to showcase their podcast, to be a something, to be a part of something that they hope will help generate money to their podcast and bring listeners. So is it a numbers game? Yes. Is it a money game to some extent? Absolutely. But here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, because I've been doing this for a long time. When it boils down to ego, (laughs) it can make or break your podcast career. Yeah, there you go. You said it. The lady that I had a conversation with, and said all those things to me came from a place of ego. Like, look, I've listened to her podcast, like I said, several times. She had notable people on the show. I'm not going to say who they are, but she had notable people on, on, on her podcast episodes. We have had notable celebrities like people on our podcast, too, from 2010 all the way up. We can go down the list from Taraji P. Henson, Cedric the Entertainer, DJ Cool Red Alert, uh, Stigman of Dead Press, Raekwon from Wu-Tang. list goes on and on and on. RL from Next. We can go on and on and on. Cat Williams. On and on and on. And outside of that, I have talked to dozens of celebrities from other platforms outside of Beat Break. But when I'm in the world of business, I don't want to, I never want to find myself speaking from a place of ego. You know, yeah, it sounds beautiful to say that I've been in broadcasting for 18 years. I've done it all, seen it all, whatever, whatever. But let it be another platform that comes to me and say, hey, we want to pick your show up, the Beat Break Morning Show with Sean Garvey, DJ Rollo, Star Kells, and whoever else is on the morning show. We want to pick your show up, syndicate it. We'll give you this amount, blah, blah, blah. 
my first question should not be how many numbers does your entity have? That should not be my first question to you. I'm going to have a lot of questions, best believe that, but if that's going to be the question, how many numbers, how many listeners do you have on your platform? That's not going to be number one. Right. I look for integrity first before numbers, before listeners. Right. Tell me about your radio station. What is what is the mission behind your radio station? How is your radio station or your podcast platform from all the 1 million, 2.5, 1.25 million podcast entities that are out there? How are you different from this podcast network? How are you different from Beat Break 87 FM? How are you different from Thinking Out Loud Network? How are you different from Podcast One? How are you different? That would be the first one of the first questions I would ask in the line of business. And, you know, if your podcast platform serves an integrity where it's in place to empower people of a community or empower people around the world, then I would love to be a part of that if you only have 10 or 20 people that listen to your platform. And maybe when we come over there or if we come over there, if the business is straight, we can help grow your listening audience. But the first question should not be how many listeners do you have? Because guess what, DJ Roland Starkers and everybody, we've been asked that same question for almost 10 years. Yep. <laughs> and guess I what? Many times. And guess what? Many times. And guess what? People, class, students in the classroom. We came on in 2010, right? Mm. There were a few other internet radio stations, podcast, well, not podcast networks, but internet radio stations that have been in existence after us. A lot of them had more listeners than we did. Where are they now? God! <laughs> Non-existent. I heard an echo in that, like, uh, evil, like, gone, gone, gone. Because I'm trying yes. to make a point. Because these people don't know the business, Star. They don't know the business behind what we do as podcasters and internet I radio broadcast. Huh? You giving me, you giving me fire. Ooh, I, oh, it's, I it's turning it. you on? Who gonna check me, boo? I doubt vacation. <laughs> Let's save all that for the adult vacation. Right now, right now, we're trying to educate these folks out here because these folks out here don't know. Yeah. They don't know. They don't know. About this business. Put them on game, Sean. Just put, put, some, listen, put them on game. Listen. If you think it's okay to tell other people that you have millions of listeners that tune into your internet radio station, that's why I'm taking it outside of podcast for a moment. <laughs> if you telling million, if you telling a certain amount of people or a person in power that you have these many listens, that you have millions of people that listen to your internet radio station or your podcast platform. 
Okay? You have to show what you are proving. Because when I listen to these internet radio platforms, Star, you still with me? DJ Rowland, you still with me? Okay. I'm here. All right. I know I'm I'm getting loud, but I'm trying to make a point. Mm-mm, I'm listening. When I hear I'm these, you. when I hear these internet radio stations, I'm not gonna call them out. Some of them I know personally. When I hear these internet radio stations and these podcast platforms, what is the one thing I do not hear on these entities? I don't hear a McDonald's commercial. I don't hear a Target commercial. I don't hear a car dealership commercial. And these are the same people that talk about, man, I'm trying to get Walmart as a sponsor. I'm trying to get Target as a sponsor. I'm trying to get this big corporation as a sponsor. But I don't hear them on your radio station, though. I don't hear them on your podcast show. And then when you get your podcast shows on these platforms like Spotify, iHeart, Google Podcasts, in which we're all on all three of them, including YouTube, et cetera, et cetera. It's Spotify and iHeart that, and even TuneIn, can't forget TuneIn Radio, they're the ones that are playing the car dealership commercials and the McDonald's and all these big sponsors before, during, and after your podcast or your program. Now, here's another question for you, podcasters and internet radio broadcasters. Is Spotify, iHeart, and Google Podcasts, YouTube, TuneIn, et cetera, et cetera, are they cutting out checks? Because if they are, then let me know so I can get a check too. (laughs) Let me find out. Star needs to check. DJ Rowland needs to check. Everybody that has been an alumni of Beat Break Radio from 2010 all the way up to now needs to check. Because let me say this. If I find out that you are this big-time radio podcaster or this big-time internet radio broadcaster that says you got a million people listening to your platform and you working a nine-to-five job at Trader Joe's, or you doing Uber and Lyft as your full-time job. If I find out about that, I'm going to call you out on my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Let me find out. Find out and check they ask. I repeat, if you are this big-time radio broadcaster or internet podcaster and none of those entities are not cutting out checks to you and you working a 9-to-5 job at a Trader Joe's or (laughs) at Chick-fil-A, I had to say Chick-fil-A because I love their sandwiches, (laughs) and all these other big retail stores or even at a mom-and-pop store, you doing Uber and Lyft as a side hustle. But yeah, you say you got millions of listeners that tune into your podcast or your radio platform. Show me receipts or I'm going to call your ass out. Mm, mm, mm. 
Because mm, mm, I'm gonna mm. tell you something. Spotify ain't cutting us a check. Spotify ain't cutting us a check. iHeart is not cutting us a check. TuneIn Radio, YouTube, they're not cutting us a check. But I will tell you this though, your boy is working in radio, television, film, and podcast. Mm. I am yeah. behind the scenes for one of the billion-dollar sports networks that is airing right now on your television sets. I am the producer, one of the producers for News and Talk 1380 WAOK, the number one black talk radio station in Georgia. And I got a podcast series coming out. And I'm the owner of this radio platform. And no, I do not work a nine to five at a retail store. And I'm not downing those that go out there and get their grind and get their hustle on at a UPS or at a Trader Joe's. Because guess what? I did come from that background of working at a retail store or from a UPS. Hell, when I was in my earlier years in radio, I was working at Phillips Arena, working security while I was getting my ass up and going to WRFG at 12 in the morning for casual conversations at 2 a.m. at the age of 19. What the hell are you doing? Mm. Mm. What are you doing? Mm. I've been doing this since I was 17 years old. I'm 37 going on 40. What have you been doing? Have you got your ass up early in the morning to go do the Reggie Gate Gospel Show from 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. on an a.m. station in Atlanta? What have you been doing? Mm. Have you been working at NPR to evaluate podcasting for an NPR affiliate station in Atlanta? What have you been doing? Have you been interviewing or producing shows for major radio broadcasters? Have you been in the conference room with the likes of Frank Ski, Ryan Cameron, Joyce Littell, Greg Street? The list goes on and on. What have you been doing? You better drop names. Wait, hey. Let me get my gunshots real quick. Can, yeah, get, yeah, my get, gun a, shot. get something to drop. Let me get, get my gunshots real quick. <laughs> what have you been doing? Man. Have you been a Who program assistant? Have you Who been a program assistant? Have you been a program director or an assistant program director for a gospel radio station back in 2009? What have you been doing? Where have you been? I'm, I'm waiting. I'm not. I mean, this is not a question for DJ Rollins Star. They know the game. They know the fight. But some of y'all podcasters trying to be the next Howard Stern, or trying to be the next Angie Martinez, or trying to be the next whatever Charlemagne the God and all of them talking about you got a million people on your platform. We don't believe you. We you need more people. <laughs> you need receipts. I need receipts. We're a great platform. Big Break Radio 87 is a big, big opportunity. And we were on before all these other podcasts, radio platforms came on. It's not to down us. It's nothing I'm about to say. It's not to down us. You need us when you have a million folks. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I like how you put that. Hey, okay. You need us when you have a million folks across the world what we already do. Should we be going to you with your million folks that you have across the world? Hmm? 
Where are the millions? Because if you're talking about millions, you got to include celebrities, right? Right. You got to include celebrities, people of influence. Not just only celebrities, also uh, activists, politicians, mm-hmm. pillars in the community, sponsors, potential sponsors, business owners. Like, I'm not even hearing the mom and pop stores that are being advertised on these podcast platforms and these internet radio platforms. Right. And let me just say, because I don't want people on social media to get it twisted. I'm not calling out every single radio station. Like I said, I know some of the people, me and DJ Rollo and even Star, we know some of the people who work in internet radio. They know the fight. They know the fight, especially from us black podcasters. They know the fight. They don't hear me, though, DJ Volan, because they know if I was a white Jew, if I was a Jewish white guy, oh. It would be even more on Why and popping. Why you pick the Jew? Why you pick the Jew? Because <laughs> of their money. That's it's not the money. It's not just the money. It's the support. Yeah. yeah. The support, too. Yeah. Right. I've been on a spell, I guess, telling people to support indie media platforms. I did not only tell people to support Beat Break Radio, Beat Break 87, and Reach One. I've told people to just support indie media platforms. Don't it, 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 you know, this, this platform ain't meant for everybody. But I will say that there's another platform that is meant for other people. There are multiple, multiple radio platforms, internet radio platforms that people can go to that are catered to to listen and they can show support. But put your money where your mouth is, though, if you're going to talk about you got millions of people listening to your platform. Do we have millions of listeners? No, we do not. Would it be great to have millions of listeners listening to Beat Break Radio every day or every week? Absolutely. The more, the merrier. But we are here to serve a purpose, and it's to serve a community to those that are looking for something different outside of mainstream. And then you have some that still want to do what they do with the podcast thing, but they want to go mainstream at the same time or want to be a part of the mainstream world. And if that's, that's fine. But if you don't mind being handcuffed when you sign that contract agreement with this big corporation to get your show on their platform, then you can say goodbye to your creativity then. Hmm. Here, we don't do that at these parks. We have 100%. Well, no, let me take it up a notch. We have 500% creative control over our content. iHeart ain't telling us what to do. Spotify ain't telling us what to do. Google Podcasts, all the tune in, they're not telling us what to do. We can talk about these type of stuff. I can do my thing here and still be on a big, big platform like a WAOK which I'm still on. It's just a disservice, Star, that you have people with small recognition 
and big egos to ask us how many listeners we have and to revisit the conversation when we're on a major platform. And when we get on that major platform, or if we do decide to get on a major platform, I mean, what is next? How do you know I'm going to revisit the conversation? You ain't. I'm telling you, you ain't. Bye, be gone, bye. I'm just saying. Because it's kind of, it, you know, it's more of an insult. You know what I'm saying? You didn't do your history. You, you didn't do your, you didn't do your research. And your mouth writing a check that you can't cash. And you're out here smelling yourself and you stink. And you need to be told. And I think you did a, a very great job of telling that story. Okay, letting it letting it be known what it really is and how much blood, sweat, and tears have been put into it, how much experience, how much wisdom and history that comes from this and the sacrifice, not instant gratification. And then on top of that, lying to make yourself look bigger than you really are, that's the worst part. You know, that's beyond fake it till you make it. That's just extremists. What what are those people called? Those uh, sociopaths? <laughs> there, no, are, there are a few far. of them. There are plenty of them right, out there. Like, I mean, they real dry thirst out here in these streets. So and ain't nobody revisiting no damn sociopath. Well, I don't want to go that to that far to... Her calling her a sociopath because, bad, because, because we st- we still dealing because the thing is to be fair, Star, we are still dealing in a world of people who are suffering from mental health. Speaking from a person who has well, experienced that, mental that health, that part is true. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a little thrown off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but we still cannot excuse people's behavior towards other people that have been doing this longer than they have. Right. Right. I 100% agree. Yeah. Oof, so, man. Uh, DJ Roland had to step out for a moment because <laughs> I was on my, I'm sorry, DJ Roland, I was on my Joe Button moment. I was having a Joe Button moment. It's okay, <laughs> but, uh, man. It's <laughs> Me, me being in this DJing industry, man, it's... Now, that's a guy with a million listeners. <laughs> Speaking of which. Uh, I mean, from the side, low sidebar, but still in the same industry. Me being um, DJing all these years, using actual records. Records. Then went to CDs then go to 100% digital. I've seen it. And it, and the only thing that, the really thing that irks the hell out of me in the DJ profession is when they think the new the newbies, that's what we call them, come in and think they're so hot just because they can blend 
a couple songs. You do, you're blending just trap music and whatnot. Oh, you great. Because the, 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 the crowd likes it. I'm this club DJ and I can do all this. Like, okay, great. That's fine. What else can you do? What do you mean, what else? What's the art of your DJing? What do you mean, what art? There's an art to it. You can't just uh, line up two songs and just because the, the, the songs match and that's what the crowd wants to hear, it's all to DJing. That's the thing that irks me. They don't treat DJing as an art. Yeah, and it truly is. Yeah, it is. It really is. And and I love my son. He wants me to do the wants me to go further into it. He wants me to really produce from beginning to end. Not remix, produce. Don't do it now. Yeah, you know, that's what he wants me to do. He wants me to produce songs. That's what he wants me to do. Get it, get get the actual keyboard and, and, and the beat machine and all that stuff and create music. That's what he wants me to do. You go to the next level. And that's what some DJs have done. Big example, Lil John. Okay. Yeah, Lil John, who also started in working in non-commercial radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's how you do it like that. Believe it or not. And people don't, and you think about it, Dr. Dre, I'm talking about the West Coast, Dr. Dre. You <laughs> gotta say it like that for some folks. He started as a DJ. That's what that's what he did in the beginning. And look where he's at now. He knows he's not a great rapper. He's he he raps better than Silk the Shocker, but <laughs> <laughs> but he but he but he can he can rap, you know. Um, why you did that? I, I mean, yeah. shit the shock of shit. I'm just being real. Star man knows shit the shock of You never know. Shit, I mean, just being real, you know? Master P was just protecting his brother, but yeah, I, I was care. like, man, there's a million one other rappers you could have mentioned. But still right, exactly. But he's protecting family. That's one thing Master P is good about. Yeah. I, that's another story. We, we, we got you, DJ. Bro. We got you. We got you. But, but, DJ, but DJing is an art. <laughs> and that's what I love to do. I love to challenge myself. What can I do? And, you, and if you're a real podcaster, going back to Sean and whatnot, because like I said, it all leads it together. If you don't listen to other folks that have been in the game for so many years, like he already said, very, very in the beginning, she didn't sound like she's uh, teachable or trainable, how you said it? Coachable. Coachable, coachable. If you're not coachable and in, 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 uh Putting out your 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 product, your podcast, your service, it's the end game. You have to listen. Facts. Okay. The great, the great, great actors always listen. Will Smith in the beginning of his acting career, listen. And guess what? He still listens. If you can't listen in this particular type of game, you're going to be lost, period. I don't care who you are. I don't care how many millions of folks you have or fake folks. You're not, you're not, you got, you got to be coachable in, in any type of industry and whatnot. 
That's what I love about my son. He he knows, even though a lot of folks think he's great now, he's, he doesn't think he's great, even though we think he's great. And I ain't just doing it because that's my, that's my son. Sean does, Mr. Moody does, other people that seen his 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 products, his his artwork, think he's great. But Sean says, no, I'm not great. I'm working on being great, but I'm not great. Hey, what does that say? So how can you come and want to be on our podcast, Be Break 87 8 FM, doing our thing, and you don't want to be coachable to learn how to better your craft, better your your production to have a two million followers and listeners. Oh no, y'all speaking life right now. Um, I just I I I want the people to hear this that want to receive. There's some people out there that want to receive this tonight. And then we got some people out there that's some non-factor ass motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just sorry. I got to put that out there. (laughs) Because I feel some type of way. I still feel some type of way, but I ain't going to go there. Well, hey, man. Listen, my only advice to everyone as we get ready to close out the show this morning, I didn't. I, I I didn't even get to my fake news today. But but bump all that. There's always gonna be a fake news. You know. She I fake. wish I wish this topic was fake news, but it's not. Yeah, no. But she fake. It's not fake she news, had, but she fake. She had a fake in it. Said, okay. <laughs> they insinuating that this this topic should be incorporated in the fake news segment. Um. My only advice to everyone, uh, if you're serious about doing this podcasting or radio, internet radio, of course, since internet radio is to, is the way to go nowadays, my only advice is, is that be patient. The listeners will come. The money will come. If you are doing this for clout, or if you doing this just to get attention on social media or whatever, that's on you. But what would you like your end game to be from all of this? Because I'm going to tell you something. This Beat Break Radio has got me into a lot of places than some, if not most, couldn't gain access to. I believe it. And I'm speaking from experience. It's not something that is made up. This is something that I know firsthand in my line of profession. I have seen people come and I have seen people go. Be patient. And if you're trying to get those millions of people to listen to your podcast, if you don't have any, make it original. How's your podcast different from everybody else's? Because I did describe that her podcast, Laura the Podcaster, her podcast is Entertainment Lifestyle. There's a bunch of other podcasts that are just like that. But, you know, I'm just a another guy in this media broadcasting world that stumbled upon something that I thought had potential. But 
her egotism, whatever you want to call it, gave me a sense of a different perspective on how I look at things and how I go about things in the line of business of broadcasting and podcasting. But that's just me. You know, just speaking from experience. Because experience is the best teacher. I think we can yes, all agree is. on that as oh, we get yes. ready to close out the show. Oh, Ooh. yes. Great idea for the adult vacation star because I definitely do need one. I, I need one after this. For <laughs> real. Uh, yeah. yeah. Immediately. You, we mean adult vacation or you just need a drink? <laughs> You're going to need both. Adult vacation because you know that's where the drinks be at. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, not not the ones that you get from the liquor store in the hood, DJ Rollo. No, 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 I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking like, oh, you need to go to a nice lounge to get that nice drink and whatnot. That's what mm. I'm thinking. Mm. A good ass bartender know how to mix that shit up. Yeah. Don't yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. tell me this ain't no sex on the beach. Definitely oh, not. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not a drinker, but I know about something to drink some whatnot, you know, so hey. Right. <laughs> All right. Once again, DJ Roland, where can people follow you at? Always, always, always at DJ Roland on Twitter and Instagram and DJ Roland Townsend on Facebook, as I said before, you know, doing these events and, and people are always trying to hit me up. I mean, just give you an example. And because of my next year of my big year, 2022, of my life and Sean's life, me getting married and Sean's graduating from high school, I had an opportunity to go to New Orleans to DJ. All right. I can't do it. I can't do it. Nice. I can't do it. So nice. that tells you, you know, willing to travel and all that stuff. So I can't do it. I have one big event, which Sean knows. We had to do my last, um, my, um, uh, last event uh, before I make that transition and everything because I ain't gonna have time to DJ and whatnot for at least I'll say 60 to 90 days so okay yeah what's up man you know DJ Rollin always hitting us with that exclusive new new and surprises mm-hmm. and, and those big big announcements so yeah that's what's up Star Kells thank you so much I know you're going to be on next episode. I'm not going to even tell people what the next episode is going to be about. You just got to tune in and listen. But Star Kells, where can people follow you? People can follow me on a social media platform at She Talk Atlanta. She Talk Atlanta. That's on Instagram and on Facebook. And please join my She Talk Atlanta group because we be popping in there. And also, you can follow me at Let's Talk Life Coaching, and that's on Instagram. And listen to my podcast, The Star Q Show, on all podcast platforms, and that's the D A Star S T A R R Kills K E E L S. Hey, Star, I got one question for you before we get up out of here. What? How many listeners do you have on your podcast? <laughs> Inquiring minds just want to know. That's all. All right. Where Lauren asked that her name Lo- Lori Lauren. 
Laura the podcaster. <laughs> Laura the podcaster. Tell her to come. Tell her to come and ask me in my face. <laughs> I'm asking you. The, the question ain't come from ask me. you in your face. Not message you, not DM you, start, but see, come start, in your face. Start one that smoke. Woo. Sean, Sean, don't be Laura. Don't be Laura Petty. all right uh okay all right let me get up out of here i got some business to take care of uh dj roland you got for us for the dj roland mix yeah actually since you were talking about unless you support indie artists artists that's what we're gonna put down so that's what we're gonna put down for you so you can listen to our um, local and internationally known international uh, uh, indie artists. That's what it's going to be put down for the DJ Roland mix. So that's what we're going to be putting out there. Support your local and or independent artists and continue to support Beat Break Radio. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you have to do. All right. We out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned for the DJ Roland Caffeine and Energy Drink Mix coming up. Right here on the Beat Break Morning Show. And don't forget to follow me. I forgot to give you my social media handles. At Sean Garvey, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Sean Garvey ATL. How am I going to forget my social media? I, I've been talking about social media since the beginning of this show. And I haven't almost forgot to give out my social media. But, hey. you a celebrity. I am. A local one. A local yeah. celebrity. Yeah. They right. know how to follow you, boo. Yeah. That's right. And I probably got a million... Girlfriend. And one. Million, million and one. one. <laughs> million and one. There you go. Million and one. All right. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Wake your ass up. The Beat Break Morning Show with Sean Garvey, DJ Roland, and the Wake Up Ladies. The only morning show where you can wake up next to more than just one woman.